This is the Women Emerging Expedition Podcast, so you can follow the ups and downs and the roundabouts of the expedition and play your part in them. 24 women started on the 28th of May 2022 on this virtual expedition that will take nine months. We are women from across the world determined to find an approach to leadership that resonates with women. We'll be successful so that women the world over will be able to say, if that's leadership, I'm in. Welcome, 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 and welcome, and welcome, and welcome, welcome to this 18th episode of the Expedition Podcast, Julia Middleton, Expedition Leader. And is this going to be my favourite podcast episode? I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. I think it may be. It's certainly going to be the happiest one. I have totally and utterly loved producing this episode. You know, there's so much sort of highfalutin stuff, lots of swanky stuff about leadership. Big messages, big theories, big diagrams. And then there are some things about leadership that are just so small and simple and clear and beautiful. And this episode is devoted to the small and simple and generous and kind and wonderful message that leaders have to remember to smile. Two people are going to make the case for this. Firstly, Annie, and then Harriet. I interviewed Annie with Katrina. Katrina is a member of the expedition, a wonderful member of the expedition, who has spent many hours with Annie on the subject of Buddhism, but has never really talked to Annie about leadership. And, and so I, I was an interloper in the conversation because Katrina said that part of her expedition at the beginning was to go to Annie and actually to talk to her about leadership. And I, and I barged in. Why did I crash in on Katrina talking to Annie? Because Annie is a, a Buddhist nun of Tibetan Nepalese origin who lives in a, in a nunnery in Nepal called Nagi Gompa. And she is not just a nun, she's also a quite extraordinary musician. Katrina and I talked to Annie about lots of different things, about the need to lead yourself the need to buy people you love beautiful, sparkly shoes, to make yourself happy by making other people happy, not to cry, to use your motherly qualities for the benefit of infinite beings. But actually, you may even, halfway through this interview, you'll, you'll spot the moment when the conversation turns to smiling and just how crucial it is for leaders to smile. So as we, we start this, this interview, let's just for a moment listen to a little of the most beautiful of Annie's music. Sorry. 
I'd really love to start asking you, what do you think have been the key ingredients for you along the, your journey, along your leadership journey that have um, really helped you to be successful? I made sure that I led my life according to what I believe in living. So that's first, I need to lead myself into a better direction in order to really be a leader. Uh, otherwise you cannot you being someone who's so weak and then you tell you have when you tell someone else to be strong I think it'll be not that effective of, of course somebody might in, uh, appreciate your intention but then it might not inspire them completely so I need to make sure that I lead my life with proper leadership a mindset of a leadership that means like I do the best for myself and then then along with it, then I embrace more and more people in it. And if, when I see the impact that is being made, I deeply rejoice. And those, and it is also not necessary for you to be taking too much of a heavy stress on yourself, thinking that, oh, I have not been successful in inspiring the whole entire world. You know, you, you do as much as you. You never know where and uh, to whom you might have made an impact in their life. To be a better person so you never know so i always keep that in my mind but then make sure that my my intentions are always uh, with the consistency it's carried with the purity of your heart self let's say if i had 100 rupees i will think about how i can use utilize this 100 rupees to make a difference in others life um, which will make the difference in my life me and my musician friends, we were preparing for the concert. And one day, uh, two musician guys, they had a really bad argument. And then one of the guy became very aggressive. And, and me and another young lady who was the other vocalist, uh, singer, we both got so, uh, so traumatized to witness that. And the other singer was much younger to me than I looked at her and I can really see how, how traumatized she was. And then... And I wasn't feeling good at all. But then I wanted to feel good. And I wanted to do something to make myself feel good. So I took her to a shoe shop and I made her choose uh, a shoes that she would like to have. And then I bought it for her. I gifted to her. And, it's, and I can see her face lighting up. You know, she was so happy. And, and that happiness got transmitted to me and I started feeling happy. I did it out of my understanding towards what I want without calculating too much. That's how I think uh, we can think about in, day, in your day-to-day -day life about what you can really do to make yourself happy. I mean, by making someone else happy. I think that's what I consider is the right, right leadership because 
that resonates in you as in your persona and that will inspire people someone will say oh wow i really like her energy and i feel good to be with uh, to be close to this person so i think that is what uh, the energy that externally people feel about you is what you manifest uh, what you are inside i guess so um, the lesser the conflict in your mind you're comfortable within your skin and able to really you know manifest that deep joy through your smile and the tone of your voice will also manifest in that that tone i think that's what i i think the true leadership should be in this world in a very meaningful manner but then in terms of your worldly activity in the materialistic world certain size and volume of certain certain things is considered uh, to be the criteria to validate your success i don't know how true it is that so if i try to focus on that i think i will be less happy in my life <laughs> so i don't know what kind of advice is necessary to be given but i think it's everyone knows what they should do and i believe in that <laughs> of course it's not that easy but <laughs> occasionally i really have to reshuffle myself and 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 then still make my belt a little bit tighter and be ready to move uh, forward a little better way um and one of the things i've heard you say numerous times which i i would love you to explore more with us in you've said instead of cursing the darkness why not light a candle yourself is this something that really guides your leadership very much um knowing that there is a problem is very good but then that is supposed to inspire more to be uh, creatively skillfully look for the solution you know rather than crying and holding your head down and feeling so bad about it and being negative in uh, engaging in oneself uh, one's own emotion totally into negativity uh it should be the source of uh, inspiration to become more creative in in finding alternative choices that's how i try to look at it and then i would rather invest my time and energy into looking into this solution rather than crying wasting my time and energy crying about the problem and expect in waiting for someone else to come and liberate you you know and you i mean you would have experienced a ton of anger like your story um you would have had moments of being incredibly um angry about many different things what what did you do with that how i have been really uh, taught and understand things today is okay anger maybe you can carry that as a tool in the society occasionally to to have things done but all the time if you use that maybe it's not the most pleasant thing thing to be used because nobody likes to confront anger from someone that's why in buddhism we always say skillful means are very very important no matter how good intention is yours that in your heart but um and and then the driving force should be out of the compassion a sense of kindness that you really need to have as the driver of the car let's say and then i think the rest is taken care of i think afterwards do you feel like leadership lacks that spiritual literacy it's not about religion that i'm talking about it, i'm talking about human quality and the best human potentials here 
and then the common values of humanity that we are really uh, about to understand. And spirituality is about uh, being clear in your mind of the external phenomena as well as the, your internal phenomena. So, and uh, as, as there is saying, uh, try to be in others' shoes. That's one of the technical under, uh, explanation that you, someone is trying to make to be, be more spiritual, be kind, you know, be more flexible in life. Uh, and trying to understand the nature of how things function itself. Like for instance, when we understand the nature of a fire that it burns and it causes pain, then we are very skilled, we are very cautious of how not to be caused damage by it rather than we find a, a very skillful means to add value to your existence, isn't it? So that's what how I think I've understood being spiritual. And then certain exercises are there, which established there in the name of religion in order to, for you to enhance that spiritual capacity, that spiritual exercise that are there, which is not, religion is not supposed to be developing kind of a, a groupism or a community that carries a very superior attitude and, and then starts to discriminate others, you know practice partiality or discrimination and so on that that's completely wrong understanding and it's i'm here talking about more of the human values you know common values nobody wished to suffer everybody wished to be happy you have made such strong connections between the word leadership and motherhood yes and and that is so different the oh. biggest foundation of buddhist practice is always emphasized on on uh, the power of your compassion, the love and compassion, loving kindness and compassion, as we always use, is the living example you can always look up to is the motherly quality, like a mother, as she would not compromise any, you know, at anything to protect her child. But of course, uh, in the real form of a mother, that she will be limiting that to her only her child. But here, the practice in Buddhist, we emphasize of our practice of compassion is towards the infinite beings who can be your, your children. You can embrace them and as your children, your child, and as your, uh, the sole purpose of your existence is to that, you know, pour out that kindness and compassion to them. How, and in, which, which, which carries the, the power or the way which we can also call it the blessing that to make the impact in their life in order to see things more clearly. Does leadership have to be lonely? I don't know. I don't know if that is a, something that people should experience really. When you, leadership is more of a quality with, where you can embrace so many people and you can embrace all. Embrace all. So when you embrace so many, I mean, then you're never lonely. Except that those all will look to you at key moments. Mm -hmm. Well, leadership is not supposed to be on all alone by up there and then nobody, like everybody down there. I think leaders should be someone that who really are in the same level and then yet to inspire everyone and to uh, transmit that joy of playing the role of leadership in everywhere you go. And then and, and, and this carry a very beautiful, infectious smile on your face out of, even in the midst of your hardship.
I guess that's how I feel. But then, well, that's my perspective only. Yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes people forget just how important a smile is. Yes, that is very true. That is very true. And uh, smiling is the, one of the most healthy thing to do. And singing and dancing as well. And singing and dancing. And then some people think, oh, if I'm going to be a serious leader or I'm going to be a powerful leader, I have to be a strong... And boring. And boring and unemotional. <laughs> I don't consider a boring leader as a good leader. <laughs> Maybe this person can be a leader, but then boring leader is not so inspiring for me. <laughs> I, I will give you one of my father's favorites. I remember saying to him, why don't you trust that man? And he said, because he smiles with everything except his eyes. Ah, yes. Your sparkling eyes actually can smile, even though you stre don't stretch your lips. Really? Have you come across people like that? Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even, but you, you need to let your face tell the story, don't you? Yeah, you, if you're not comfortable being who you are, in the best manner, of course, I don't mean like you being, uh, be yourself doesn't mean that you have to be always wrathful and, and tough and rough and, and you, know, you know, rigid. That is not so inspiring. You know, that can be very painful for that person, him or herself as well. I like to be comfortable. I like to be happy. I like to be joyful. And if it is too rigid and too, you know, too constrained, I think I feel suffocated. So, and if I, with a very suffocated face and attitude, you cannot inspire or lead anyone else. And you have to go and buy silly shoes sometimes. Oh, yes. Oh, not silly, but they were pretty shoes I bought. <laughs> they good taste. Yeah, but could you actually walk in them? No, I, I didn't buy them for myself. I bought it for that young lady. And she's a young lady, and I know her desire to look pretty and attractive, so I fulfilled her wish. And then I can sense how happy she was, and then I got that happiness transmitted to me. <laughs> that, see how smart I am? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Annie, can I ask one last question? What's one thing you can't go without doing on a daily basis? I think make sure that I I'm, have a smile on my face, that I don't feel uh, uh, stingy about uh, giving a smile. It can be very infectious. Somebody will definitely smile at you back, you know, when they see a true smile, not like a plastic smile, a robotic smile. <laughs> oh, Julia, that's a good one for all of us on this expedition, that we need to make sure we bring our smiles with us every day. Yes, yes. And it never finishes. You know, it's not something that will end. Uh, the stock of joy in your heart through your smile will increase more and more. The more you give, the more it will increase. So, well, please enjoy sharing joy. Annie has a beautiful and infectious smile. It twinkles out of the screen. It, it's completely beautiful. Actually, you don't need to see it. I think you can hear her smile, can't you? It's beautiful. So you can imagine it was a bit of a challenge for me to try and think of who am I going to interview next after 
Such an extraordinary interview with Annie. About a smile. About lots of things, but also about a smile. And I thought quite hard about this. So then I thought, okay, let's do word association. So I thought, what's my word association with the expression not crying? Simple. Harriet. What's my word association with a beautiful, infectious smile? Easy. Harriet. And what's my word association with a fabulous, fabulous leader? That one was easy too. Harriet. Harriet must have been tempted to leave northern Uganda many, many times. She has experienced the violence, the same violence that the women that she supports have experienced. And she's had, as she says, the darkest of darkest moments that make most of us very humble. Harriet stays in northern Uganda and commits and achieves extraordinary things in a in a country that has to somehow rebuild rebuild all its relationships. And um, Harriet to me is undeniably an extraordinary leader. And she smiles. So I went to talk to her about smiling. The work that you do, the experiences that you've been through with the people around you, the grimness of Northern Uganda, there must have been moments when it was almost impossible to smile. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Um, especially moments when you're, you're sharing with the women or the girls that are survivors. I mean, there are those intense moments where you just, you want to feel the pain with those around you. And those moments are there, you just can't smile about it. But then, of course, as, as you get into the conversation, deeper conversation, and when we create a space where that person feels safe, feels they can trust you, and they can now openly speak about what, what is happening to them. And their healing, their healing process has begun. Those smiles always come out. But the truth is, the intensity of the work that we do, you don't expect a smile from the word go. No. Even me, even the community around me, those were survivors as well. Having this conversation, sometimes it's hard. And there are no smiles for sure. It's not until you reach a point of a breakthrough or a point of I am reaching my healing process, then a smile comes. When the smile comes, what does it mean? What's it saying? The truth of the matter, the smile tells two things. One is some, sometimes a smile is out of pain and somebody's smiling out of pain actually don't mean it like it just ah, like it's there but it doesn't really relate to it's a smile of anger I don't know if you've seen that smile of anger yes 
some people have that smile of anger. Why did this happen to me? And they smile over it in the moment. But it's not that they're happy about that smile. It's a smile that comes out of the anger, the hate, um, the regret, the feeling of, uh, I don't know how to put it in the words, but it's just moment of anger. Like, why did all this happen to me? That is one. And then for some people, they smile when they reach their point of relief, the point of, I am happy I'm talking about this. I'm happy I'm reaching my moment of healing. What's the smile of a leader? A smile of a leader, I think a smile of a leader should be a smile that creates a positive culture or builds a culture of peace, in my opinion. That smile whereby somebody should not be scared of reaching out to you as a leader, but somebody can always connect with you as a leader. So a smile that brings peace, a smile that builds a culture of peace, let me use that word, a smile that builds a culture of peace, a and culture of, of connection, and a yes, and, a, and, a, and of hope, yes, exactly. So that culture of hope, that culture of peace, that culture of connection, I think that should be the smile a leader holds on, no matter whatever you're going through. Because yes, most times we don't want to bring out our vulnerability. But if you smile, sometimes you can connect with your own vulnerability if you smile as a leader. So a smile of hope, I think that connects very well with a leader. And, and for me, that's what I embrace to create hope with those that I work with and those around me. Because as a leader, if I don't do that, then they'll lose the hope. The survivors will lose their hope of believing that something new or something can happen to them. Can you think of times, I certainly can, when, <laughs> and I'm sure you have, when your heart <laughs> is breaking and the last thing on earth you want to do is to smile <laughs> and you say to yourself I have to because I'm a leader yes can you yes. can you remember tell me about that <laughs> um the truth is as a leader we 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 have to create a space where we're trusted because even in your darkest time as a leader you have to create that smile even when you don't feel like smiling. Why? Because as personally during the COVID time, that was the time I felt the darkness of my moment vis-a-vis uh, -vis the moments that I felt during the times of the conflict. Uh, this was another time bomb. So it created the darkness in the spaces where I work with now. But as leaders, even in your darkness moment, you must be able to create a space where there is hope. Because you have so many branches, I could say, looking up to you. And as a leader, that should be your moment of giving hope to those around you, no matter what you're going through, no matter how hard it is. Because when they see that smile on your face, it gives them hope. It gives hope to those around you and know that, yes, we might be going through this moment, but even our leader can afford a smile. So that smile gives them that hope of believing in you, trusting in you, 
of knowing that no matter whatever they're going through, they still can trust that their leader is still strong enough and has not given up, has not broken. But of course, you, inside you, you know you're breaking. Yeah, because if you're in the moment of vulnerability or the moment of your darkness and then you give up or you give this smile or you don't give even a smile at all, where people cannot trust you as a leader, then it creates a space where those around you can also, they give up because they know a leader has given up. As a leader, that smile of hope gives light of hope to those that are around us. So yes, it's important. Yeah, I think so. Because I've been there, so I know what that means. when, 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 when things around you seem very dark, and, but you have to hold on and people have to see that in me. And then they're like, I think if she's holding on, if she's keeping positive, if she's still smiling, even in the times of hard, in the hard times, then I think we can still also hold on and give her the support she needs. That's the positive smile I carry with me. And, and give my team hope and give my community hope and let them know that no matter what, we're in this together. Like if, if I can be positive about the challenges, we, we, we can get through it no matter what, no matter what. And, and, and I think that has been something that um, the women and girls that we, survive, we, we support have, have held on. I've held on because they always say, Harriet, you're a very strong girl. I tell them, I look strong, <laughs> but I'm not that strong. <laughs> I just look strong, but I'm not that strong. But of course, when they give me that kind of comment, Harriet, you're a strong girl, it also makes me feel like, yeah, I, I need to carry that strength with me and, and give them that hope that, yeah, you've gone through all this in your life. I don't give up. Don't give up. I might look strong, but I'm not that strong. I think we have all felt that and all continue to feel that almost all the time. You know, when everybody looks to you as the leader and says, what next? And you, you, you sit there thinking, what could possibly qualify me to know what we do next? But I'll do my best and I'll do it with a smile. And um, I think that matters a lot. If you're like me, I smile too much, probably. (laughs) I know that over the years people have thought that I wasn't a serious leader because I smile too much. And, And the smile becomes a giggle very often. It's never really stopped. Years ago, I remember I was walking down the road and I suddenly came across, I saw on the other side of the road, my old headmaster from my school, my French school. And I was so delighted. I used to, he was called Monsieur Fontorcy, but um, I always called him Fonfon. So I, I charged across the road and I went charging up to him and he said, Fonfon, how are you, Fonfon? And he turned to me and he looked at me and he said, Julia Middleton, you don't look like you've changed as much as I would have hoped that you would change. (laughs) 
I took it as an enormous compliment. I was still smiling, I suppose. I thought I think he probably thought I would get sérieux as I got grown up. Sérieuse. Um, that French word, sérieuse, of serious intent. Um, but I have failed to stop smiling. If that's the price of becoming a, a, a respected leader, then then I, I will continue to fail. So I hope you've loved this episode. I have totally and utterly. Talk again next week. Lots of love, Julia. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We would love you to follow the expedition and provide your own stories and perspectives. You can do this by subscribing to this podcast and joining the Women Emerging Group on LinkedIn, where you can have your say. 